Hello, and welcome to Keeping It Real with Al. I have some very, very special guests today, and I'd like to introduce them to you. Graciela, can you say hello? Hi, this is Graciela Lopez, and hello to everyone. And Rosa. Hello, this is Rosa, and... I'm happy to be here with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, guys. I'm glad you're uh, volunteering to talk about the importance of motherhood. That's what we're going to be talking about, the importance of motherhood and what it's like to have a mother in today's society. You know, because so many people think of different things of what a mother is, but I found out that only a mother's love that can cure your life as a person. It says when you have a mother's love, it affects you growing up in society. And when you don't have a mother's love, it also affects you into society. And I want to read this definition of what a mother is. A mother's a woman in relations to her child or children. And another definition is a female parent. Biological mother, birth mother, foster mother, and stepmother. And Rosa, how was it like when you grew up with your mom? What did you, how did your mom influence your life, the importance of a mother? What was it like? My experience growing up and seeing my mother every day as a good example. And as a Christian, we, we grew up in a Christian family seeing my mother being at home, always taking for us, helping with the homework, and be there for us, that was it's amazing. And I think it's a big privilege because not everybody has that. And um, I have beautiful memories with my mom, like, you know, little moments. I grew up as, until I was nine with her, and then... I grew up with another, I consider my mom, um, that was my aunt. I have beautiful memories with them. And they always encouraged me to be the best, you know. They showed me how to respect myself, you know, respect, how to have boundaries in our life. And it's very important. Oh, um, that's great. That helped me. I love that. Yes. That's great. Graciela, what's your experience like with your your mother growing up, what did, what did, how did your mother influence your life to being the mother that you are today? How did she influence you? My mom, she, you know, my, I lived with my mom, my father, he was living in another city. So most mm. of my time I was with my mom and my, my brother and my two sisters. So for me, my mom was like everything because I will see my father only during the weekends. And my mom was the person that I will talk to her, that I can share everything that I have in my heart, my feelings. I will ask her questions. But also my mother, I can say one of the biggest influence from her, even though I didn't grow up in a Christian family, I grew up in a Catholic family. Okay. But seeing her every single day, how she was praying, and she was always telling me, 
Gracielita, because that's how <laughs> she was calling me. Okay. So come to me and pray with me. I will always pray with her mm-hmm. every single day. I know we were praying the rosary, but we were also doing other prayers. But for me, that was something very important in my life because prayer is the most a beautiful thing that we have that our father left us you know that way to communicate mm-hmm. to get a connection to have a relationship with god with jesus so that's what i feel that my, for me the biggest influence from my mom is that is the praying like she will always pray and that for me is like i feel like i have that from her that i know that i can always pray all the time every time it doesn't matter how but for me being real with jesus Oh, okay. That's that's for me very important, and mm. that's what for me I feel that my mom always um, inspired me, and also like you know to be strong, to be independent woman, but not I mean independent, but always relying yeah. on God. So you're saying that shaped you as a young woman as growing young up. Woman, that yes. shaped you, yes. you know. So Rosa, you're saying that your mother being home shaped you too into. A young adult, a younger woman, you know, being able to govern your life right in life, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think about my mom, too, you know, the things my mom, and actually my mom really wasn't my real mom. She was my stepmom. But I never Mm -hmm. liked to call her my stepmom because she raised me when I was eight years old. And she took on, like, it was 11 of us, and I was the youngest. And she took care of us. I mean... The thing I can remember about my mom, what was inspirational, is how she used to look at all the TV evangelists and listen to them on the radio. Even though I wasn't a believer and I didn't believe in that, she brought that into my life. And how she used to cook and clean, how she took care of me when I was sick. Yeah. Those things a mother gives <clears throat> to their child that nobody can replace. A man is not a mother, I'm sorry. Oh, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a woman is not a man. See, I got things from my mom that my dad could never give mm-hmm. me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes my mom totally said, agree. yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes my mom said, Don't t- I'm not going to tell your father this one. You know, <laughs> you, know? you know how that is. Because yes. daddy ain't going to like that. You know, daddy comes home, daddy ain't going to like that, you know. So it was so touching. Even though I wasn't her biological son, she treated me like I was her real son. And when she passed away, I had a lot of regrets because I didn't treat her right because I listened to my other siblings telling me not to, that's not your real mother. But in essence, it's not who's your real biological mother. It's the one who's there for you and yes. who's your caregiver. Mm-hmm. That's really your mother and the relationship we have. And, you know, I always think about like a biological mother and the child has such a bond that God created because the, the woman carries the baby in her womb for the nine months mm-hmm. and such a connection that the baby and mother has, such a bond that nobody can replace. See, a man, a man doesn't have that bond. A man has the protective role. You know, a, a man has the watch out role, but a mother has that loving role and, yeah. and bond. Moms are more sensitive because that's the way God made moms so they can care and love. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. see, women give out more than men do. Because women are gifted. That's a gifting God has given women mm-hmm. to care and to love and to shape the family. It's so important that we recognize the role of a mother. And so many times people like to beat women down and talk, talk bad about women and women are not this. You know, but a woman needs care and nurturing too. 
you know, and, and when my mom passed away, I had a lot of regrets because I said to myself, I didn't treat her good sometimes. You know, you, you, you think back and you reminisce. I didn't treat her good. When I was bleeding that time, when I got cut, and she took me to the hospital and saw that they stitched my hand up good. You know, the times when I, I needed basketball uniform wash, how she rushed to the laundromat to wash it so I can play in the game the next day. You know, the inconvenience that the mom does, the cooking, how she kept my food warm for me. You know, all those things I was thinking about, you know, mm -hmm. the love of a mother, the importance of a mother, stuff a father can't do. Fathers mm -hmm. are never sensitive. They think fathers are always long-term, like, oh, I got to get this done. They're not looking mm -hmm. around. See, mm -hmm. mothers are able to look around and to fix things. Mm -hmm. So the importance of a mother is so, so important in our lives. Graciela, how does... Like, your role as a mom today, like, how did that affect, like, your mom influencing you? How does that affect you now, being a mom? Well, I can say that all that she teach me with everything, you know, like, she was a strong woman. Well, she is, because she's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> she's a strong woman. Like I said, she believes, strong believing in Jesus and... Um, now that I have my daughter, especially that when my daughter came, I was feeling very alone here in, in New York because all my family is in Honduras. So I just felt like for me, my daughter is the greatest blessing. I love my daughter and, and I can say that because the influence about the praying thing is yeah. it's very important because I see my daughter and even my my niece and my nephew, they wrote a letter. They have to give this letter to the teacher and they they were asking them like, What can you say about your grandma? Oh, <laughs> and wow. they wrote in the paper, My grandma, it's always praying. Oh wow. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so yeah. it's important because yeah. you know and, and my daughter see that too. Yeah. And she comes to me and she, you know, she see that, you know, even I remember when I was at the hospital and, and I was bleeding and she saw me that I was almost passing out. And then she came to me and she put her hand on my on my body and then she started praying. Mm -hmm. So my mom gave me that and I passed it on to my daughter because as soon as she saw me like that, she put her hands on my body and she started praying. She started like getting herself strong and she started praying and asking God, you know, Jesus to, to heal me and to give me the strength. Wow, that's powerful so, prayer. Man. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You have any testimonies, Rosa, about prayer? A prayer like a praying mother? Because we always hear things about praying mothers and not praying fathers. I always like a lot of them. <laughs> have I ever talked to like evangelists and different people? It's always the mother. So that means to me, God anoints the mothers to pray yes being a mother is a special um special how can i say um connection we have with our children because i want testimony one of a lot testimony mm -hmm. i have i was praying for my children as, as a mother we pray every day for our children but one time i was praying to god for one of my children's Asking God, please, God, do this and this and that. And the next day, one of my children came to me and said, Mom, I had this dream about this and that. It's similar 
about the things I was praying. And in, in so many, in so many, so many times, God answered my prayers because God answered our prayers. It's the best way, you know. We can do nothing because we don't have control of the things about our children's. When they grow up, when they little, yeah, we can tell them, oh, you don't, you cannot do that. Oh, but when they grow up, like they get um, younger adults, they they want to do their own things. But in that time, God has control of everything, not us. And just prayers, prayers. You're absolutely right. I just remember, <clears throat> I don't remember my mom praying like openly like that, but I'm sure she did. Because she was influenced by Billy Graham, Jimmy Swaggart, or Roberts, those people, and they always were praying, you know. But I just remember her lifestyle, the way she lived as a woman, the things she cared about, the things she 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 nurtured us, you know, the things she did. And she was a nervous driver. I mean, she hated driving. She didn't want you talking to her when she was driving. <laughs> <laughs> she had two hands on the steering wheel and don't don't even look at her because she was so nervous. But she would drive me to those basketball games and she would put her signal on and people would be blowing home. When are you going to turn? Because she was a nervous driver. <laughs> you know, she was nervous. But she took me and then she drove back home because sometimes she couldn't stay at the games and wait for me. I would end up getting a ride. But the things moms do and the love they have for their kids, like you said, you're praying for your kids. That's touching. But that's something a man cannot do. He can pray for his family, but he doesn't have the connection like a mom does. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like a mom, you know. And I've met people without a mom. They didn't grow up with a mom. Or they bounced around from house to house. And I'm sorry, your sister's not your mother. <laughs> yeah, no. Exactly. And I grew up with eight sisters. Mm -hmm. And wow. I've been in all their houses. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, that wasn't my mom. But it's funny, I grew up with my sisters, right? And they took care of me. But when my, my mom came, my stepmom, it was connection. Because that's the way God ordained mm -hmm. it, to yes. have that connection. Even though she was not my biological mother, but she felt like it. When I went places, when we went to events, people were like, oh, it's your mom. Oh, how you doing? Oh, you know. But I never said that was not my mom. You know, and then as I grew older and as I got, I said, well, she feels more like she's more my mom. She took care of me longer than my natural mom did because my natural mom died when I was six years old. Mm -hmm. So my dad remarried. He married her. But when she passed away, my dad said that was the best woman I ever married because she never fought about anything. She always loved everybody. She cared about the neighborhood, the people. And if she felt that you were trying to bring discord or things that were not good, what she would do is she would disconnect herself from that because she didn't want division in her life, you know? And I always think about, um, and I think about you two sisters when I think about um, um, Proverbs thirty-one twenty-seven. It says, what does the Bible say about a mother's responsibility? A godly mother is wise a steward of her home, time and resources. She watches over the way of her household, which you two were talking about, and does not eat bread in idleness. That, that means laziness. She takes responsibility for her resources and has planned 
for the proper management of her home in time. I love that. It talks about the virtuous woman. And that's mm-hmm. what I see you two sisters at virtuous women managing you. your household, being the spiritual leaders that you are. And women can be spiritual leaders. I know some men don't think so. They really need to read the word, you know, because mm-hmm. there's no distinction between male and female mm-hmm. when we talk about the spirit. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that's challenging as being a mother? Rosa, what are some things challenging that you have faced with your kids being a mother? Uh, being a mother of two, uh, the big challenge is when, you know, we want to help them, especially one part of emotionally, some, some part of where they, some problems they're dealing with, we cannot help them, only God. And like uh, you say before, prayers, that's the only way. The big challenge I have is believing God, believe, trusting God, have faith that everything gonna work for good. I that's the big challenge for me because it's out of our hands a lot of things. I say, God, I don't know what to do, but I know you're gonna do everything for them. I mean, help them, take care of them, protect them, because when they near us, we say, Oh, they're fine, they're okay. But you know, sometimes they decide to take their own path. I say, God, protect them. That's the only challenge is trust God. Yeah, have faith. Faith. Amen. Yeah. Graciela, yeah. what are some of the challenges of being a mother that you, you face with, with your daughter? I mean, it's a lot of challenges. Keeping them, today's society, keeping them safe is oh, yeah. tough. There's a lot of challenges when you're a mother, especially when you're a single mother. Because it's about provision, you know, providing with the needs. It's about spiritual, it's about moral, you know, because you need to keep yourself, like, you can't really do the things that you used to do before, you know. I mean, yes, you're Christian and everything, but you really need to be even more careful what you act, what you say, with who you hang out. Because everything, we think that they're not seeing, but they're seeing everything. My daughter is 18 years old. She just turned 18 last week. And so, you know, she sees everything that I do. She see the pe- she knows the people that I that I hang out. She knows they're f- people of faith, people with morals, so she doesn't see me doing anything wrong. I don't have any men's coming into my house, you know, I mean, waiting for the right one. So she's, she sees everything in my life, even with the provision, you know, I cannot go and spend my money in whatever I want, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Before I could buy like yeah. 10 shoes. <laughs> now, you know, it's yeah. like I have to like, okay, I cannot even buy these shoes. And yeah. and this is actually my, my daughter's, you know, I have to save this money for her. And it's yeah, like yeah. so many challenges and mm. also like spiritual, spiritual uh, life. You know, I have to uh, teach her about God, teach her the Bible and everything. And, mm. and, and also, you know, remember that Keep it real and be honest yeah. with your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, just I have found out that with my daughter, the I have shared with her when I used when I was not in in, in God's path. Mm-hmm. Not like everything, but I have shared with her. I trying to be honest because right now that she's eighteen and she wanna knows everything about life and and the world and stuff. You know, because they're curious. But I'm trying to teach her 
the wrong way and the right way. And then I pray, and like the sister was saying, you pray and you say, well, God, these kids are on your hands because, you know, this battle is not mine, it's yours, and it's also her battle because I need to teach her that she's going to also learn to fight her battles. Me, I'm going to stand here and I'm going to pray and I'm going to intercede for my daughter because I know that God has her. But I'm going to trust and I'm going to believe. But it's a lot of challenges in life. And in, in these times that when we see so much weakness and the world thinking that the good things now are wrong and the wrong is good and so much confusion, so much attacks. So I just believe that this is the time when we really need to like take care of your kids, tell them the truth, be honest with them and share Jesus with them. Who Jesus is, is he's real. You know, he's not a God who's in heaven and just, no, he's a real God that you can talk to him all the time and you can be real and say whatever it is that you have in your heart. That's very good because mm -hmm. a lot of people leave out the spiritual. They always revert to the natural because I know people, you get that education, that's everything. But education can't save your soul. Education can't guide your spirit. Education can't help you when you're going through a crisis. When you need answers, mm -hmm. you know, there's a fine balance in your life that you have to walk and one is spiritually always first, you know. And I just want to thank you, uh, two lovely ladies. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Al. You know, Big for, Al. You know, for the, <laughs> you know, coming to my show. And uh, hopefully we could uh, do another one soon. You know, thank you once again. Mm -hmm. Graciela. Thank you, Alan. And Rosa. Thank you, Alan. It was Thank nice you for and you. sharing the importance of our motherhood. Until next time, see you next episode.